0: Welcome to our first official episode for our podcast on Sunday We. This is Gia, also known as Jay, and I have my co-host slash best friend, Simran, here with us. Hi, Sim.
1: Hi, Gia, and hi, everyone. My name is Simran, also known as Sim, S, Simmy, whatever you guys would like to call me, and oh my god, I'm so excited to finally be sitting down and recording our
0: podcast together, I can't believe the day is finally here. We are so stoked to be live and rolling. Shout out to Spotify, by the way, for being our first official podcast platform. Spotify has over 250 million listeners across more than 75 countries. And we are honestly so grateful for the opportunity to broadcast our content to all our listeners, hopefully from around the world. And you can stream our episodes on the OSW channel on your smart devices, desktops, TVs, or wherever else you may prefer to tune in from.
1: So just a little bit of background on how Gia and I met, because it's actually a pretty funny story. So we actually went at a wedding through a mutual friend that actually goes to the same university as us. Um, but I think the time we actually got closer is when I ended up crashing at your dorm for like two
0: months. You did on the couch, by the way, guys. And I crashed on the couch right next to Sims. Uh, so that was, yeah, we both ended up, um, staying,
1: sleeping on the couch for two months. Longer than
0: that, I think, but I, I honestly didn't mind it because it was, it was truly one of the most refreshing experiences of my life
1: especially because we come from you know a community that we both relate from so I think in that sense it was a lot more you know enjoyable to be together and to kind of connect especially since we were so far away from home
0: for sure and I think we'll get into more personal stories in a little bit but obviously we wanted to keep this episode to introduction so you guys have an idea about what what osw is all about we have so
1: many interesting topics to touch on and we can't wait for you guys to tune in and listen and we're also so excited to be streaming on spotify i think we wanted to make this experience as convenient as possible for you guys you know to listen to podcasts when you're um kind of on the go and yeah i'm excited yeah
0: i know me too so, some of you who are listening may already know us personally, whether you're friends or your family. But obviously, Sim and I discussed it, and we felt it's important that we kick off the debut episode formally to give all our listeners basically the 411 on our personal and professional lives, our identities, and what we've been up to leading up to this point. So, we're keeping it really basic and biographical for starters.
1: And hopefully all of our current and future listeners already follow us on our social platforms. On Instagram is at on OnSundayWePod to keep up with all of our latest episodes, all of our latest news. Everything we share will kind of be on our Instagram. So make sure you follow us. And now, I think we'll just get into introducing ourselves.
0: Simi, would you like to start?
1: So... My name is Simran, as all of you guys probably, I mean, already know, but I was born and raised in Hong Kong. I am 22 years old, turning 23 next month, October baby, Libra baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was born and raised in Hong Kong um, into a family of four. I have an older sister. She's 26 years old, and yeah, I've been here all my life. I went to high school here, and then I'm actually Moved to San Francisco for university when I was around 17 years old, and I recently just graduated in May with a degree in business and marketing. And now I'm back home, currently, you know, looking for a job in the social media marketing field. And one of my personal projects on the side, which I, you know, enjoy doing a lot actually is content creation for instagram so on my instagram you'll find a lot of content related to lifestyle fashion and beauty and that's kind of been you know my passion passion for a while now i think for like two three years now so i'm kind of just focusing on that for now you know it occupies a lot of my time and it is something i enjoy doing so yeah fantastic
0: love it i love it (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I will get into what I'm all about. Um, Obviously, my name is Gia. I am turning 23 in November this year, so we're two months out. I was born and bred in Singapore in a family of four. I have a younger sister who is in high school, and I recently moved back home. I was based in San Francisco for three years um, I transferred to the University of San Francisco and when I was about 19, 20, um, and I am scheduled to graduate in December of this year, but with 2020 being the crazy year that it is, I have been set back. Um, I'm doing an internship in the meantime. I'm working for the automotive company, Porsche Asia Pacific, which is based out of Singapore. Um, and I'm doing a six month stint with them until things hopefully blow over. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to go going back to, to the Bay Area and to continuing school and life. Um, other than that, I am passionate about a bunch of different things. Obviously talking and podcasting being one of them, and I'm so glad that my best friend shares in my interests. Um, I love discussion, I love, dialogue you know I was in the debate team in my school for as long as I can remember I love singing I love music and yeah I'm just a 22 going 23 year old girl trying to figure out what to do with my crazy life and just hoping to make more memories as I go with amazing people so yeah that's me
1: yeah and I think I mean, obviously 2020 didn't go the way I think we all planned it to go, but um, definitely this is the year to focus on ourselves and, you know, our interests and then start fresh in 2021 when things hopefully get better.
0: We needed this time to kind of, you know, figure out what it is we want to do. It's definitely going to be the beginning of a new world and we... We're just it's good that we have time away from the situation to prepare and yeah. to
1: putting everything on pause and just kind of reflecting evaluating on you know what we want to do in the future and what things will be like
0: future and I think as you guys continue on with us in the coming few episodes you will realize that we try to stay on the side of positivity because we understand how difficult life can get for all of us, especially at this age. So when you do tune in, we want you to leave and we want you to have a listening experience that that brings you light, brings you love, and just reminds you that there's, like some said, there's hope in the world and you just got to keep going.
1: And I think Gia and I also discussed that it's important to definitely get different perspectives on like this, which is why we also in the future want to include um, discussions with influencers, um, entrepreneurs, authors, and just kind of make it super, you know, entertaining for you guys and something you can relate to. And, you know, we know everyone's going through a rough time right now, so if this can give you some sort of positivity or if one piece of advice can even brighten up your day, then that's all, you know, that's all we want to kind of give back to you guys. So hopefully this does that for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mission accomplished for sure. Bouncing yeah. off um, what Sim just talked about. I think one of the main reasons why we decided to podcast was, I mean, Sim and I have always felt that we're not only best friends who have shared a considerable chunk of our personal lives, just, you know, living and learning in a new city together. But I think we have also managed to bridge that gap pretty successfully, despite the year being, you know, so crazy and unpredictable. You know, as time passes, the seasons get more uncertain. But I think one thing that we are kind of relentless about is that we never stop being passionate about communication and about dialogue. And I think we've always found ourselves excited when it comes to delving into topics across a wide spectrum, you know, that are very pertinent and that are relevant to the lives that we live and the generation that we're, you know, trying to navigate. So I I frankly, it's a blessing to have someone as compatible and as close as we are um, to be by our sides every time, especially as a time like this as girls in our early 20s, you know, it doesn't get doesn't get any easier but we hope to build a handbook that is inclusive for everybody um, as we ride through the motions um, that is relevant for not only ourselves but for people like our listeners to have access to moving forward
1: and now for the most exciting part which I think is Super exciting. The meaning behind our name on Sunday, we back and forth with our names, you know, coming up with podcast names. Obviously, we wanted it to be something that was unique, but something that also related to us. And the first few names that we came up to, um, we're very female-centric, but I think going to this podcast, Gia and I always knew that we wanted this to be something that was very diverse and inclusive um, to our audience and definitely a platform that everyone can relate to. And I think Sundays, um, you know, you know, Sundays are usually the days that people like to wind down and refresh their minds before a busy week ahead, which is how we came up with On Sunday We and I think our main goal for this podcast is we kind of want it to inspire you to stay motivated during the week. And, you know, hopefully we can do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Goal achieved. Okay. So I think it just gets more and more interesting and I can't wait to get into it. So our categories of discussion are obviously very multidimensional. And like Sim said, The goal is to be inclusive, but also be entertaining and interesting and relatable to a growing audience base. And the idea is to strike a chord at some level with all our listeners. I think we also realize that the nature of human debate and discussion in itself is meant to be diverse. So our goal is obviously not to persuade you or convince you guys, but to just give us, to give you our views on a subject. And I think um it's important that we use our social media platforms to gain feedback about what kinds of topics you guys will be interested in listening to what appeals to our followers and what you guys would like us to discuss in the future i think it just makes it more interactive and more personal um you know like we've mentioned before our topics include things like positivity self-care career perspectives um mental wellness you know changing Financial landscapes, social landscapes—how the kids of today can adapt to those changes. You know how we're trying to reinvent ourselves, innovation, um, staying true to your journey. You know, as an individual, as we all go through through self-discovery. So we have an idea of how our next few episodes are going to play out. Obviously, in terms of format of content, um, we're going to discuss that. And in our last segment of this episode. We will be getting into um, brief discussions about our lives in college, you know, the international transitions for each of us respectively, how we learn to coexist in a new environment, um, you know, our motivations for leaving home, starting afresh, or continuing on a journey that let us scale, you know, unexplored opportunities, so there's a lot that we get into
1: yes and we plan to carry the collegiate theme forward for the next few episodes and we're also in the midst of working on getting some very special guests who are well versed with the topic of discussion to add some valuable inputs and insights Mm -hmm.
0: so we'll definitely keep you guys posted on that front obviously it takes a while to get People to sort of come on board and to clear their schedules, but we have lots lined up. We have lots planned, and we we can't wait to to get into it.
1: Yeah, so many, so many exciting things to come. And yeah, stay tuned. And obviously, um, if you want to keep up with our, you know, new episodes, you know, guests that we're going to be having on our podcast. Follow our Instagram and stay tuned on there because we're posting a lot of um, stories. We're posting a lot of um, exciting content for you guys. So that's where everything will be. And, you know, yeah, you can keep up on there. Yeah. So in the last segment of this episode, we kind of want to give you guys a teaser to our next couple of episodes, which will be all about our experiences as college kids studying internationally.
0: Mm -hmm. So like we mentioned before, um, we are planning to work on a seasonal basis. So this is the first category and each episode will obviously feature subcategories of discussion. So before Sim gets into the specifics of why she chose USF and why that school was a good fit for her, I think um, I can speak for both of us about our motivations to study in the US versus Hong Kong and Singapore. So I think we tried to be as proactive as possible. For me, you know, um, it, when it came to making the decision, it took a little bit of trial and error in my case to figure out why I was better suited um, as a U.S. college-going kid versus, you know, studying anywhere else. Yeah. So prior to my transfer, I was I was studying in Singapore, obviously, and I was bound to an education system that, no doubt is superior in terms of its teaching quality, the access and the availability to resources. Rather, was excellent. Um, you know, you have a breath of internships, and you are also living in a flourishing economy, like the Asian landscape. So, and
1: kind of like you have the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, and I and I always felt like, you know, all that was well and good, but somewhere I felt that something was missing for me. Just in terms of the access to like a breadth of subjects, you know, that I think when you're learning, it's not, it's important to not only sustain learning, but to also grow your interest to learn because we're living in a world and we're going out into a world that is so multifaceted. So I think I always craved a holistic approach to education. And that's something I kind of got a taste of in high school, you know, as an IB diploma holder um, in an international school. I was a part of a student and a faculty community that encouraged greater diversity just, you know, when it came to opinions and fields of study. And prior to that, I was in a public education system for 10 years of my life in Singapore. And, and um, you know, if you don't know, Singapore is known in the world for its um rigorous focus on education. So I, looking back, I really value my learning experiences, you know, the long term outcomes of, of that kind of discipline that they enforce here. I think it really helped me develop the foundation to learn in any environment, you know, that I chose to put myself in or that I was put in. Um, but I think somewhere, like I said, I was pretty uncompromising and relentless, you know, when it came to accessing courses and interactions people that would stretch my mind um to to an unconventional degree you know obviously not for students in the U.S. who are already used to this kind of setup so for me it was it was very different um and I think it boiled down to basic things like you know not taking history classes up until I was about 16 or 17 that revolved around things outside of of how my island came to be like that's literally the only history world history i knew i had no concept of 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 history outside of that you know up until i i joined high school and then i studied in the u.s where a, a compulsory part of the liberal arts curriculum is a history class sim can can speak for for that what sim what history class did you take in in school
1: i took east asian studies
0: i um started with European studies and then I moved to um, ancient civilization studies so yeah
1: I think East Asian studies I mean it was definitely history honestly has never been my forte but I think East Asian studies was definitely interesting to learn about because you know it's, it's related to you it's you know you learn so much more about your culture and your community so
0: definitely outside of Hong Kong and outside Yeah, of Hong Kong. exactly. And yeah. you
1: get to hear, even like people in your class, you get to hear their perspective on, you know,
0: um,
1: your culture and your, um, where you come from and your community kind of. So it was definitely interesting for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, totally. And, you know, so basically it boils down to the fact that Singapore is always going to be home for me. It's always going to be a piece of my heart. You know, it's it's a childhood that I will sort of, look back on and treasure for its advantages but I also think that as you grow older as you grow wiser you become more aware of you know just a larger financial social psychological landscape that really goes well beyond you and the confines of your you know city state and your country it's important to be able to coexist I think this pandemic has really put that into perspective and I've always felt that we need to be able to coexist and we need to be able to prepare ourselves to contribute to a larger environment to add value to society you know wherever it may be and I think going to San Francisco was was perfect because it was like a birthing place for for innovation for creativity and for encouraging me to challenge um, you know to, to go out there and to and to seek challenge Um, and that was good that's something the sheltered little girl in me like my parents say needed you know desperately I just needed to spread my wings and I needed to gain perspective in areas that mattered yeah
1: yeah and I think coming from you know such a place that's so far away I think it's definitely such an achievement for you know people like us to be able to you know make that transition and move to a different place that you know is so unknown to us you know nothing when we moved to San Francisco nothing around us was you know familiar everything you know we had to learn by ourselves do by ourselves so it's definitely kind of an achievement and something to be proud
0: of 100 percent. yeah yeah of course that was a main goal for us I think so I think I have rambled on enough about my experience um, you know, when it comes to transferring. So now, Simi, how about you kick us off and, um, you know, give us a somewhat broad perspective for now of how you left Hong Kong as a 17 year old youngling and why you made the move to the Bay Area in particular, how you navigated through your years in college. Obviously, we'll touch on specifics in greater details later on in the coming episodes, but I think, I think Sim can get us started.
1: So, For me, I feel like I've always known that I've kind of always wanted to study abroad. And I think the main reason for this was, you know, to definitely try and step out of my comfort zone. I really think growing up, I was um, 100% sheltered. And I was definitely, definitely a very shy person. So breaking out of my shell was something, you know, I truly wanted to work on. Um, growing up as well and I you know I didn't want to be that pers- person to shy away from sit- certain situations or you know when someone starts a conversation with me I, you know I didn't want to put up that introverted front so I think um, stepping out of my comfort zone became becoming a lot more open was something that was truly very important for me and I think college was definitely my chance to you know be on my own and to you know achieve that goal And I think in terms of choosing between the U.S., you know, the U.K. or even Hong Kong, I feel like the U.S. has always been my first choice because, number one, you know, we have a lot of family there. I think almost every summer growing up, we would visit the U.S., um, different places like Miami, L.A., New York, San Francisco. I mean, we have a lot of my dad's side there. So it's definitely, you know, a sense of comfort. A sense of comfort something like a place that was very familiar to me and um USF for sure was you know one of my top choices I was always keen on choosing a school that had smaller cl- class sizes because it was something I was so used to in high school in my high school we only had like um what like eight to ten people in one class and I definitely think for me I'm a lot you know I, I learn a lot better when there's you know a one-on-one connection with it you know a teacher and a student and you get so much more out of that and I think you know USF class sizes are usually what about 30 to 40 students in one class mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and whereas, and right, whereas bigger schools yeah. you know I think have more than like 100 students in them so I definitely think um you know, going to a school where they had a smaller class size was so definitely beneficial for me and for, you know, my own, you know, learning. Yeah.
0: I, um you know, and I think it's great that, that Sim talks about this because it's important to be in an environment where it's kind of like a stepping off point from the previous environment you know, that you were comfortable with. So the change isn't drastic is what I'm trying to say. I think our moves to, to San Francisco and to the Bay Area was relatively smooth. The transition was comfortable. You know, living in the U.S. wasn't a complete game changer. But at the same time, it, it required a lot of a lot of adjustment USF
1: does a really good job at, you know, having smaller class sizes and they're you know professors really look out for you in the sense that you know you create this one-on-one connection with them and they you know they help you with whatever it is you need on a personal level so
0: preach preach what what just said because I was in a school in Singapore um, before I transferred where majority of my classes were lecture styles so I was going to lecture theaters with over 150 kids and I remember, yeah, I remember just being on Facebook the whole time. You know, no retention. Yep, that was
1: definitely um, an advantage for me and something I was looking for when I was moving to college. And I think obviously another huge advantage to choosing USF is that I don't know if people know this, but my my older sister actually studied there as well. I knew mm-hmm. I had, you know, I would have had at least one year with her. Um, there, which would make the whole, you know, starting college experience a lot more easier for me to adjust to. And I was only 17 years old, you know, when I was in the middle of making, you know, that move to college. So definitely wasn't easy for me, especially someone being someone that's so attached to being in the comfort of their own home. But I think having my sister there to guide me through, you know, my first few weeks of college and obviously dealing with homesickness was definitely a sense of relief for me and it made the transition a lot more easier and yeah I think in general San Francisco is such an amazing place to live in I mean the weather is perfect you could vouch
0: for that Chia yeah and I think I think definitely I think Sim and I kind of lucked out um even as a transfer kid obviously as a as as a freshie you know Sim kind of had the opportunity to stay in a dorm and to, yeah. to sort of get involved in, in orientation yeah. and bonding programs, so,
1: and, you know, college. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: She made a great group of friends. And I, you know, thankfully even in my case as a transfer, I was able to tap into the social networks at school pretty, pretty effortlessly. So I don't think we struggled with that. Despite our personalities being obviously being contrasting, you know, yeah. I think we, we
1: but I even think our school, USF, they do, even with for tran- transfer students, they do an amazing job at, you know,
0: 100% welcoming
1: yes. everyone and kind of giving, getting everyone to introduce themselves to each other and mm-hmm.
0: creating that bond. So, and I think like some said before, because of our familiar, familiarity, excuse me, um, with, yeah. with, um, with the US and with, You know, all the different cities, the people, having family there. It was not difficult to, not as difficult to assimilate to a new culture, so to speak. But at the same time, retaining our our, our sense of self. Like we didn't go completely astray and, you know, lose ourselves trying to fit in. I think we still stay true to to, to that, to that side. Because
1: I also think, you know, USF has such a diverse student body. Mm -hmm. Like you, you'll find, you know, people from like anywhere in the world. So I think that definitely helped put the transition to. Totally. Um, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think yeah. lots of people from Hong Kong. I know there was a club of kids um, who were just from Singapore and who would, who would bond. But I think one other thing about Sim and I that maybe, you know, would be different or where an area where we would kind of stand out, um, yeah. despite being from the countries that we were from, you know, we never, I never, I, I don't know, so maybe you can tell our listeners what you went through, but I didn't, if I knew there was a club, for example, full of Singapore students, I I actively tried to gravitate away from that, you know, I didn't. I mean, the whole point of moving and the point yeah. of leaving our, our homes was to branch out. totally branch out, network, yeah. meet new people. And I think I tried to maintain that as much as possible, even when I got lonely. I said, "You know, this is this is a process, and
1: you're here for a different reason. You're not here to. I mean, your main purpose for being, for moving away from home, is to exactly, uh,
0: you know, have a fresh start, kind exactly. of right? exactly. Yeah. And for me personally, I, I gravitated obviously towards people of all different cultures. But obviously, I think the reason why Sim and I are so close is because of that of that connection to community. You know, we're not we're not from the same cities, but we we believe in the same things. We share the same,
1: yeah, same value same moral
0: values, and we're we're on the yeah. same wavelength. So I think that's important to find people who are on your level. I don't think you want to, you know, go to the other extreme completely because you're just doing yourself a disservice. So I, we tried to maintain that as much as possible. And I think that's what made the experience comfortable and, and enjoyable, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah mm-hmm. definitely. I think for me, during my freshman year, I know I joined the um, International Students Associ- Association. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, associa- asso- you got it. Association. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that word. Um so I think one of the main reasons for doing that for sure during my freshman year is I think it just made me a lot more comfortable to be around people that I could relate to. Um, obviously I mean I was only involved in that during my freshman year, but I definitely think meeting people through that that kind of had the same background as me made it, you know, the transition definitely more comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, but I think during my sophomore year, you know, junior year, I was a lot more open to meeting, you know, different people yep. um, around the world. And obviously it got a lot more easier, you know, transitioning.
0: Mm-hmm. And but, don't, get us, don't get us wrong. Like we were still pretty fun people, you know. Um, I think Sim can, can speak about her experiences. But I, I was looking, you know, any opportunity and any chance that I, I could get to sort of go out to, a party or to a club or to a nice restaurant with friends, you know, I, I mean, we. I think we've grown up in cities like Singapore and Hong Kong that are so urban, that are so diverse and, you know, I mean, they're some of the best cities in the world and the safest cities in the world. So I think we come from a place where we're more sheltered and we're more privileged than you know, yeah. maybe even people living in some of the biggest cities in the U.S. So it was definitely it was definitely a, a change of scene. But I think we adapted well, um, you know, and we weren't obviously we weren't entitled and we didn't look down on a place for not having things that we were used to. I think we made the most of our differences. Yeah. And and um, like I said, like like Sim said, we challenged ourselves, but we also learned how to have a good time yeah challenging yourself
1: in the sense that like do things that make you uncomfortable, you know, like as they say, yes, put yourself in uncomfortable situations, you know, do things that make you uncomfortable is the only way you'll you will grow
0: us being in touch with meeting people, you know getting close to people who come from family backgrounds who are that are so different from ours, you know, I think that was also a very big learning for me, I think it helped me would think, Realize. Yeah and you know yeah. just, just just look back yeah. and, and realize that oh my god I've, I've got it so good and and I I don't think I'm, I'm gonna take it for granted anymore.
1: I mean obviously you're close to graduating and I've graduated but I think looking back at it at it now we kind of you know understand that all the freshmen there were you know we were all on the same boat together you know yes. new surroundings new people so
0: you know we were both we were all going through the same thing. The good thing. thing about about our situations were, you know, we tried to have as little judgment as possible. You know, I think it you can get to a point sometimes where you feel like it's easier to judge a person's, you know, bad situation or to get jealous of a person's you know, more positive situation. I think we learned to strike a balance and, you know, to tell ourselves, to remind ourselves of the ultimate goal, you know, why we're here and why we've moved thousands of miles away for the kind of experiences that we're looking for, not compromising on certain, um, you know, things that we believe in very strongly. And, and again, we're kids, you know, you make mistakes, you take advantage of the opportunities and, That's, that's honestly how you learn. And that's that's part of life. Yeah. And you know,
1: this whole situation reminds me of that one saying, you have to be willing to endure the storm to enjoy and appreciate the rainbow that follows.
0: Okay, guys. Well, it's been real and it is also the end to our first conversation with you guys. The first of many. Um, in the next episode, obviously, like we said before, we will definitely go into more detail, just to give you guys a little bit of a teaser um, of what to expect. We talk about adjustments to college life, you know, whether it's dealing with our classes, building our routines, getting used to new teaching styles, new styles of learning you know, we dive into more detail about navigating accommodation, you know, living on and off campus, inner city traveling, vacations, study tips, um, productivity insights and obviously how our outlooks changed throughout the whole process.
1: Everything from like routines to our you know, our classes, you know, how we kind of pick and chose, you know, what classes were you know good for us to take. Everything you need to know. Before moving into college, going to college, I think this was a good first episode. You know, you kind of got you guys kind of got um, just a little bit more information on why you made the transition to the U.S. But I think the next few episodes we're going to dive more into you know our detailed discussion on you know what college life life was like for you know for us and tips and tricks we have in navigating the whole experience so it'll definitely be something to look forward to and i'm excited to get more
0: into this topic mm-hmm. on this season of college talk we will include episodes that may or may not include special guests episodes talking about making friends you know um we got into that a little bit today but uh, obviously more detail um one of the big um things with with socializing in college and one of the big points about socializing in college is the difference between choosing to immerse yourself in greek life or choosing a more conservative path um to socialize and i think you know we will have some interesting people on board um, to give us their opinions and their insights on the situation. Um, that's one of many things. We don't want to give too much away right now. No spoilers, but um, we will definitely keep you guys educated. And keep you guys on your toes. So any closing comments before we wrap up, Honeycakes?
1: No, I think, you know, just stay tuned and follow us, obviously, on our socials because that's where we're gonna be. that's where we're going to be posting all of our updates and everything. Um, episodes to come and follow us on spotify if
0: you haven't already do check out our instagram page guys because we actually put in a lot of effort to curate the um the graphic side of it yeah
1: Con- yeah graphic content you know we want to make it as obviously as, as aesthetic and visually appealing as possible you know, so there's a
0: lot of a lot of art beforehand
1: honestly it's quite fun to look at if
0: i'm not gonna lie. Okay, guys.
1: So on that note, thank you for listening. See you guys in our next episode. Cheers to a soulful week ahead. And we
0: will see you on Sunday. Bye, guys.